your Hong Kong story, where every time we bring before you amazing stories of inspirational people from this magnificent land, Hong Kong. Today we have the honor of having with us one of Hong Kong's most distinguished industrialists. Let's meet Dr. Herman Hu, Chairman of Royden Development. Hello Herman and welcome to our show. Thank you, Jaya. So Herman is the Chairman of Royden Development Limited, which is a property development and direct investment company. Royden started as an electrical company and Herman worked in his family business after graduating from UC Berkeley in computer science and electrical engineering for many years till he retired as an MD and vice chairman. During his time, Royden went through many changes that Herman will tell us about. Herman is also extremely involved in different public services in Hong Kong and for all his esteemed public service to the city of Hong Kong, the government of Hong Kong awarded Herman with silver and bronze Bohunia medal and justice of peace. Herman was the chairman of the City University of Hong Kong as well. Let's talk to Herman and find out about his myriad interests that he pursues in Hong Kong. So Herman, tell us about your early growing up days in Hong Kong. How was it to grow up here? Well, I was uh, born and raised in Hong Kong mm -hmm. uh, back in the 50s, early 50s. Uh, so uh, I finished my uh, you know, secondary education in Hong Kong mm -hmm. with uh, St. Paul's uh, Co-Educational College. Mm -hmm. And then I went to the United States. Okay. Uh, one thing that uh, you know, many other people probably don't know is that uh, I went to the United States not for college studies in the beginning. Okay. I went there to a tennis camp. Really? And okay. then I uh, spent a bit of time on a junior circuit. Okay. And then I was uh, so-called uh, handpicked by the, uh, you know, some kind of a talent, mm -hmm. uh, um, talent scouts okay. from UC Berkeley. Wow. And asked me to join. Okay. So uh, called my father. He said, why not? Since you are going to uh, uh, college in the United States anyway, and uh, UC Berkeley is a good name to uh, be associated with. Right. You know, the, an engineering major really, you know, uh, benefited me. Mm -hmm. uh, the uh, engineering major not only uh, deals with the technical stuff, mm -hmm. it's also a training of a very logical mind. Okay. So, uh, and actually, I did not have any summer holidays since uh, I graduated from high school. Okay. Uh, my father arranged me to have an uh, internship with uh, different departments of the company mm -hmm. every summer. Okay. So... Um, How exciting! Tough, <laughs> but exciting! <laughs> yeah, so he was preparing me to, yes. uh, you know, uh, take over the business. Yeah. Uh, since my high school days. Right. So tell us so, about a different journey that Royden went through. Well, uh, it would be a very, very long story. Yes. You know, actually, the company was uh, started by my father in the 60s. Mm -hmm. Okay, and uh, by being an agent for the Mitsubishi uh, uh, elevators okay. uh, for Hong Kong. Okay. And uh, slowly, the, uh, he gained trust from the Japanese, and uh, we took over 
Singapore, Malaysia, Macau, and mainland China okay. uh, when China started to open up in the uh, late 70s. Okay, I see. Yeah, so the company grew mm -hmm. and uh, we also diversified okay. uh, because uh, Mitsubishi Electric Corporation is a, a huge uh, conglomerate mm -hmm. uh, which um, encompasses almost every product under the electric or and the, of course uh, electronic uh, mm -hmm. classification. But then you sold your, Royden sold the business to Mitsubishi yeah. after a while, right? And after that you guys pivoted into real estate. How did that happen? Uh, uh, actually, uh, it has a lot to do with, uh, you know, my father's uh, public services. Mm -hmm. uh, he was a uh, urban councillor, mm -hmm. a legislative councillor, and also a district councillor. Okay, in Hong Kong? Uh, in Hong Kong. Okay. Uh, and then uh, the uh, British government uh, trusted him a lot and asked him to uh, take on a lot of uh, public duties. Mm -hmm. uh, one of them is the uh, founding chairman of the uh, Land Development Corporation, which is now called the uh, Urban Renewal Agencies right. or authorities. Mm -hmm. And then uh, we got in touch with uh, real estate. Mm -hmm. Actually, early 80s, then we decided to uh, also diversify and uh, go into real estate development. Right. Mainly because uh, my younger brother studied architecture. I see. Uh, also from UC Berkeley. Okay. And uh, he also got an MBA degree from uh, USC. Mm -hmm. And uh, he came back to Hong Kong. And uh, naturally, uh, this is one area that uh, we can uh, move into. Right. And then uh, we wanted to grow the business into also a conglomerate. Okay. And at that time, we also diversified and invest into uh, the fashion business, the uh, sports business, <laughs> the um, F&B business, etc. So that et was my other question. Fashion business, F&B business, they're so different from electrical or land. Um, especially for F&B, there always is some underlying interest in food like that goes behind such a business decision. Was there any such underlying interest in this industry like as a child growing up, you like going to restaurants or something? Uh -huh. Because you're the chairman of Parrot Group and they own 30 restaurants across Hong Kong, right? So tell us a little bit about uh -huh. that journey. What made you take that decision? We decided to diversify mm -hmm. because uh, we didn't want to put all eggs in one basket. Okay. Uh -huh. If the economy is not doing well, probably one sector of the business will suffer. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, another may uh, prosper. Right. So this is why we want to diversify mm -hmm. and uh, keep the, uh, you know, the company afloat okay. at all times. So tell us some achievements that you are <laughs> proud of in all these different business decisions that you have taken. Well, yeah, uh, being a uh, sports lover, mm -hmm. uh, we you know, started the sports business by acquiring uh, a small company which has the agencies for uh, very good uh, you know, golf brands. Okay. For example, uh, Titleist, Homa, mm -hmm. Maruman, yes. Bobby Jones, Jack Nicklaus. These names. We uh, bought the company in uh, early '90, mm -hmm. and then uh, we grew the company 
uh, from a uh, importer uh, to a um, uh, multifaceted uh, business, including retail, okay. and uh, which at that time uh, made quite an impact in the Hong Kong golfing industry. Mm -hmm. And then through that company, we uh, get associated with uh, more brands like uh, Bobby Jones, Hart Schaffner and Marx, mm -hmm. and then uh, most uh, notably, Saruti. Okay. Uh, Saruti 1881. Wow. And um, they were looking for someone to, uh, you know, ex uh, establish their mainland China business. Mm -hmm. So we said, uh, why don't we give it a go? Mm -hmm. So uh, we became the uh, distributor for uh, Saruti 8081 in China for quite a number of years. Okay. And then so we got in touch with the brand building mm -hmm. business. So slowly, you know, it diversified and uh, we grew the business. From a small to like such a big. <laughs> and so yeah. tell us something now about some of the challenges you faced, I'm sure. You know, as you diversified your business into like so many different areas, you must have faced some challenges also. Do you recall anything that stayed with you and you wish you could have done differently? Yeah, of course. Uh, there are things that, uh, you know, looking back, uh, we could do it better. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, being an optimistic person, uh, we never look back. Mm -hmm. it, uh, so it tells us that, you know, uh, somehow, you know, God is planning everything for you. Right, right. We just need to do, we just need to work hard. Right. And uh, do what we ought to do. Yes. And then, you know, fate is something that you can't control. Correct. Okay, coming to your community service now, Herman, you are involved in myriad different projects. In, f in fact, it was hard for me to list them down. And, you know, you also got awarded Justice of Peace and Silver and Bronze Bohemian Medal. Can you tell us a little bit about some of the prominent involvements you're really proud of? Uh, first of all, I uh, got involved with uh, community service mm -hmm. and later on public services because of my father. Uh, so I'm following his uh, footsteps and his motto is that uh, you have to give back to the uh, community right. and uh, probably we were one of the earliest companies in Hong Kong who started uh, practicing uh, CSR okay. uh, by you know giving back to the community by mm -hmm. serving in uh, various uh, uh, NGOs and voluntary agencies mm -hmm. Uh, since the 80s, I became Honorary Secretary of the Hong Kong Tennis Association. And then later on, uh, diversified and mm -hmm. uh, joined the Asian Tennis Federation okay. to promote tennis all over Asia. Okay. Uh, Asia, of course, covers, uh, you know, f from Japan to the Middle East, right. Mongolia, down to uh, Indonesia. So it's a quite a big territory mm -hmm. and uh, in those days, uh, in the 80s, 90s, uh, a, a lot of uh, countries did not have mm -hmm. tennis. Okay. I could still remember that uh, I brought a lot of, uh, you know, tennis balls and tennis rackets mm -hmm. to Vietnam, Cambodia, North Korea. Right. Uh -huh. Wow. 
How fun! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, tennis coaches to promote tennis in those places. Also Mongolia. Do you still play tennis yourself? Yes, I do. Wow! Uh, now I am uh, president of the Hong Kong Veteran Tennis Association. Okay, okay. Uh, try to serve the uh, veteran tennis community. Mm -hmm. And uh, one thing that I could uh, feel proud of is that uh, I brought the uh, international uh, senior tennis mm -hmm. into Hong Kong. Okay. So our veteran tennis uh, enthusiast don't have to travel overseas to get the international ranking points. Wow. Okay. So now in uh, Hong Kong, we have uh, quite a few uh, internationally ranked, uh, highly ranked tennis players. Tennis players. Yeah. You were also, I mean, you served as the chairman of City University of Hong Kong. How did that affiliation happen? And, you know, what excited you about that journey? I didn't know why I was uh, selected to be a councillor, okay. uh, our council member of uh, City U. Mm -hmm. I didn't know anybody mm -hmm. in the City U then. Okay. I hesitated, but uh, they keep calling me back. So later on, finally I said yes. Okay. And I never regretted it. Okay. Very soon I found that it is a very, very good school mm -hmm. serving the Hong Kong community. Right. And then uh, when I joined the City U in the beginning, it was ranked, uh, internationally ranked about 200. Right. Recently it was about 48, 47. It's gone up a lot. Yeah, gone up a lot. Yeah, yeah and uh, it all happened because, uh, you know, we, ha we have uh, found a good president, mm. uh, Professor Wei Ko, yeah. and he did uh, so many amazing things for CTU. Yes. I, I thought that I have served my time with right. CTU. Right, right. But in 2012, uh, C.Y. Leung, mm -hmm. uh, who became the uh, chief executive of uh, Hong Kong, suddenly called me and uh, said, Herman, would you be interested to uh, take over chairmanship <laughs> of okay. City U Council? I said, why not? Uh, I like the university. Mm -hmm. uh, so I uh, accepted and then uh, I served uh, two terms yes. and then I retired in uh, 2018. I think uh, CDU is most impressive is that it's not the best university in Hong Kong. It doesn't take the best students mm -hmm. in Hong Kong, but they produce the best students when they graduate. Wow. Uh, if I remember correctly, 80% of our students have their address in the public housing housing estates. Mm -hmm. So they are very, very ordinary people. Mm -hmm. But after they graduate, a lot of them get their dream jobs wow. with uh, large corporations. Right, right. This is why I uh, you know, enjoyed and I really appreciated my association with the City U. Okay. That's why when uh, CY asked me to uh, come back to uh, become uh, council chair, I accepted the challenge uh, without any hesitation. What's next for Herman in the next five years? <laughs> uh, actually, um, I'm practically retired. Okay. Uh, now I am uh, very, very fortunate that I can really uh, do things of my own choice. Um, this is why I uh, bought a company called Arte Madrid. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, this is something that I wanted to do for a long time. Why so? Uh, because uh, with uh, Mitsubishi, uh, with Saruti, Bobby Jones, uh, all these names, uh, I feel that I have the experience of uh, brand building. And then, uh, but uh, in the past, we were doing it for somebody else. Mm -hmm. We don't own anything. We were the agents. Right. And I want to do something for myself. This is why we bought the com okay. company. Now we own the uh, worldwide uh, rights for Arte Madrid. And this is a fashion brand, a Spanish fashion brand, right? Spanish fashion jewelry brand. Jewelry brand. Yeah. And then... Uh, as I said, uh, it started in Europe, it started in Spain, in Europe, and then uh, branched out to uh, Asia. Mm -hmm. But that's it. It's not in the Americas, right. it's not in the Middle East, it's not in South Asia. So there is a big scope that we can, you know, still develop. So Herman, you're not practically retired. <laughs> but I call it a hobby business. Okay. <laughs> uh, this business is, uh, you know, um, paying for itself, so to say. Mm -hmm. And then at the back of my mind, if we have a brand that I own, there are so many things that we can do other than the fashion jewelry business. We can branch into other things, other fashion goods. Sunglasses, mm. yes. cosmetics, fashion, shoe wear. So there are so many things that we can do with a, you know, really a name brand. Right. So this is why I want to give it a try. That's a great thing. That's how exciting. It's not for I, anybody. I don't, I don't see you retiring, Herman. <laughs> <laughs> are you ready for a rapid fire question round now? Uh, sure. Let's get to know Herman's Hong Kong story in a bit more fun way. Okay, last time you did something for the first time in Hong Kong. Have you ever noticed there is something special in Times Square, Causeway Bay? The big screens, what else? No. Nope. Between special. the uh, ground floor and basement, there are four sets of uh, spiral escalators. Yes, yes, in Times Square Mall, you mean to say? Yes. Okay, uh -huh. yes. Uh, these are the first time that we uh, introduce this kind of uh, products in Hong Kong. And also, this is not seen too much in other parts of the world. Wow. Uh, we were very fortunate that the, um, the developer, Colin Wolf, uh, has the um, you know, vision to uh, import these things from okay. us. Yeah. And uh, we really feel proud of it. And the second thing, maybe the last thing that I did for the uh, first time for Hong Kong is that uh, in 2017, uh, when we celebrated the uh, 20th anniversary of the reunification, mm -hmm. I uh, imported a 20-foot tall bronze statue of uh, Guan Gong okay. during the uh, 20th anniversary celebration, we put it at the um, Cheta Garden in Central okay. to introduce to all Hong Kong people and also to celebrate the 20th uh, anniversary. Okay. After that uh, weekend, 
uh, I moved it to uh, Yunlong. Uh, uh, we found a home for that statue uh, in one of the Laichi Gardens uh, in Yunlong. So uh, now every you know, Hong Kong people can go there to worship uh, our god of warrior. Okay, so amongst all your different businesses, which one is most close to your heart? I would say it's the uh, sports business, although we sold it. But uh, really, you know, we enjoy the business every moment uh, when, we, uh, when we had the business. Your favorite casual and formal dining place in Hong Kong? Oh, I would say the Hong Kong Country Club. It has, uh, you know, superb Chinese and Western kitchen. Mm -hmm. uh, so we do a lot of entertainment, uh, uh, you know, um, inviting friends mm -hmm. uh, over there. Uh, both my kids have their wedding uh, ceremonies. On the lawns there? Uh, yeah, in the uh, in country club. Mm -hmm. But personally, I like Japanese food. Okay. Uh, Tempura, uh, Wagyu, and my favorite restaurant probably is a place called, uh, a restaurant called Matsubishi. Okay. Have you been there? No. Uh, uh, in the uh, Renaissance Hotel okay. in uh, Wan Chai. What is a favorite cultural activity in Hong Kong? I like music and arts. Okay. Uh, my father in... Uh, his urban council days back in the 70s have founded uh, several uh, performing arts groups, okay. including the Chinese Orchestra, the uh, Hong Kong Dance Company, the uh, Drama uh, Company, etc. Okay. Uh, so uh, we enjoy going to uh, concerts. And he was also the chairman of the Hong Kong Philharmonic Orchestra okay. uh, back in the 90s. Wow. So we enjoy going to concerts, Hong Kong field concerts, Chinese orchestra concerts. What are you most proud of as a Hong Konger? I think one thing many people know is about the uh, longevityness of Hong Kong people, especially Hong Kong women, uh, tops the world with uh, 88 average uh, really? life, expen uh, life expectancies. I didn't do that. You didn't? No. Uh -huh. Well, so Jaya, you being a uh, Hong Kong lady, I'm sure you have a uh, long life expectancy too. That would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and uh, also Hong Kong is a very safe place. Uh, we have uh, probably the best uh, police force in the world. That's so true. Yeah, we have uh, a good legal system that uh, we are very proud of. Mm -hmm. And Hong Kong being uh, the uh, uh, biggest uh, financial center in Asia, probably the third in the world, you know, is uh, something that uh, we can really be proud of. Uh, you know, such a small place. Right. Not even a dot <laughs> on, the, on the map. Yes. But uh, we make uh, big inferences. Now talking about education, Hong Kong is the only city in the world which has four universities ranked in the top 50. Wow, 
That's amazing. Yeah, there are great universities all over the world, but uh, for like one city to have four of them wow. ranked top 50, Hong Kong is the only one. Look up in the internet. A lot of people don't know that Hong Kong people has the highest IQ in the world. Okay. 108. Average, okay. What would you advise the global business leaders and policymakers? Why should they engage with Hong Kong? Well, Hong Kong is a free port. You know, money and goods can uh, come in and out uh, freely, you know, under the law, of course. And then uh, Hong Kong is a uh, melting pot of East and West civilization and culture. Uh, we have the best food in, in the world. Mm -hmm. And uh, Hong Kong is um, also a safe place. We have, uh, it's a fair place. Uh, we uh, respect all culture and uh, uh, habits. So, uh, and we have, it is home for over 9,000 multinationals. Mm -hmm. So, and we are, we are also the largest offshore renminbi setting center. So, when you want to do business in this part of the world, Hong Kong is the place. Thank you so much, Herman, for coming to our show. <laughs> we wish you all the very best in all your future endeavors. Thank you, Jaya, for uh, your time and uh, thank you for, uh, you know, listening to Jaya's show. So stay tuned for our next episode of Dreams, Passion and Your Hong Kong Story, where we shall bring you yet another fascinating story from this amazing land, Hong Kong.